And I want to talk commodities with Scott Bauer, the CEO of Prosper Trading Academy. He's joining us this morning. Scott, welcome. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. you, Thank you. Let's begin with uh, what you have your eye on in commodities as we begin the week. Obviously, oil is is the big one front and center, and, and we've seen you know ju just a lot of back and forth here, and and, and especially some of the oil related stocks themselves just last week as oil dipped what, what was it four percent or so we saw a lot of those stocks like an occidental petroleum a devon energy uh and the like just absolutely get hammered um but you know what we're, we're still in the same place i mean oil 77 bucks here maybe it hasn't rallied as much as people thought it would have based on china reopening and and you know possible increase in demand uh but it's still Right where right where it's been basically right in the middle of the range for the last several months. So that that's a key one. That gas just continues to plummet. Uh, you know the the warmer weather, the milder weather both here and in Europe is is truly the cause for that. Uh, I don't know where the bottom is, Ben. I, I know I've been you know picking trying to find a bottom, which is not necessarily the the best strategy here. But after the big massive sell off that we've had. Uh, you know, it's it's hard not to take a nibble at it. Yeah, you know, I want to break those down. And I want to begin with crude oil because I've been saying price has been relatively contained, 83 to 70. One could argue 73 to 70, and we're right. hanging out in the middle of that range right now. But I heard it this morning described as a drift, and I think that's a pretty good way of thinking of it as we await for more information from China. I agree. It, it is, and that's why we've been in this range. And you know, I think if you tighten up what you had just said, it's really like you know, 73 to 80. Yeah. So we are waiting for China. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's real hard to, to pin a single commodity, a single stock, whatever it might be, on news coming out of China. We, yeah. I think we've learned our lesson before that it's very difficult to, to really, you know, maybe believe any numbers that come out of there. And, you know, they're reopening. They're calling it a success. They, they've said they beat COVID, but yet the demand isn't there yet. Let's talk a little bit about natural gas, because we mentioned a minute ago before the break uh, how well crude prices coming off and natural gas definitely helped Europe help uh, the UK avoid that energy crisis in a worst case scenario this year. Absolutely, it has. I mean, the, the, the market and, and quite frankly, the UK economy was was fearing for the worst. Mm -hmm. and, and they got probably the polar opposite of that, which, you know, in reality is a real good thing that there was no shortage of, of that. So we've seen, you know, just a plummeting, plummeting downward spiral in natural gas. And again, I, I think at some point here, I mean, I, I it's difficult to say that at some point here, it's got to level out, it's got to bottom out. And that's why I think if you start nibbling at it a little bit, you probably can't get hurt in the long run. You certainly don't want to you know, go all in and take a full position. But uh, this mild weather is, has really done a number on Natty Gas. Taking a quick look here, uh, it's helped the euro currency significantly. I mean, into the fall when those worst case scenarios were being painted, yep. uh, the euro broke down to 95.92 below parity and then ripped higher. It's come off a little bit since as the dollar's firm with rates a bit higher. Quick check on where things stand. The British pound, another one that, again, there was some uncertainty as it traded all the way down below 104. And uh, part of that was energy related. Some of it was politically related and some of the uncertainties that were tied to that. But you could see recovering significantly and ultimately that 
has, well, weighed on the U.S. dollar, which helped gold recover up to 1975. But since it's came off sharply, as the dollar's found its way back into the middle of that range from last year, I mean, I've been talking about how gold's been a dollar story as of recent. And I guess we described crude as a drift. One could say the same thing about uh, uh, GC. Absolutely, it has been. You know, it was just teetering on the brink of, of breaking that 2000 number. And then all of a sudden, uh, the dollar reversed. And as you said, they've been, you know, lockstep with one another. And I, I don't think that's going to change, Ben. I, I think that that is the pattern, at least for the next quarter or two for gold. And now that we've seen the dollar stabilize uh, right in that 103 half, almost 104 level here, we are seeing some pressure on gold. But again, where is the dollar going from here? Uh, that 103 number to me, you know, has had been a line in the sand. We broke it. Mm -hmm. uh, are we going to 105, 6, 7 again? I think it's going to be tough to get there because now many of the other central banks have, have really played catch up. And, and not saying that they're on even level, parity level with the dollar now, but, but they've caught up. And that's why the, you know, we saw that dollar rip higher as it did a few months ago. Scott, how about silver and copper? You have that dollar tie, obviously. Uh, China, ultimately, the reopened trade. But just to look at them as industrial metals here, uh, uh, not really providing a lot of conviction one way or the no. other. I mean, hanging out in the middle of the range here. And these are markets that just kind of be seem to be in a holding pattern and just waiting for more information. You can see how silver came off 25-ish, just below that, back down to, well, holding above 21. But again, just hanging out in the middle of the range, 1740, the lower extreme, 2750, the upper. Absolutely. And the same is for, for copper. And, yeah. and, you know, you would think, you know, just, just based on historical data, you would think that a reopening in China would, would be fantastic for these industrial metals. And yeah. they just, right, they just haven't been. So you're right. You know, when you, you use the adjective of drifting, I think that's almost across the entire commodity space. These two metals being, you know, being the same as well. If anything, I would probably err to the long side, I would want to trade okay. these from the long side just based on some reopening here. Uh, but again, it, it's just drifting. And again, along those lines, in terms of the dollar struggling to recover back to that 105 level, you think? Absolutely. If we see the dollar break out from there, then you know, then then all bets are off. But yeah, I mean, as the dollar just kind of drifts and hovers here, also maybe that new range is you know 102 half, 105, let's say, and we're we're dead center right in the middle right now until we get some conviction one way or the other here, you know, that dollar just leads into so many of the other commodities here. We'll see that same pattern. Scott, conviction one way or the other for the dollar, do you think that could possibly come from the Fed minutes tomorrow? Some of the data due out a little bit later on this week. I mean, it's been inching its way higher, but uh, as the tone has shifted a little bit, but we're not necessarily to the point where we're gonna see a 50 base point rate hike. I mean, there's still expectations for 25 in uh, the upcoming meeting. Yeah, and I think this might be one of those scenarios where, you know, it's a buy the rumors, sell the news type of event. And even though the Fed has probably shifted their tone definitely to the hawkish side of things, as you said, the expectation is still for 25 basis points. So, you know, based on what those Fed minutes are uh, that we get tomorrow and what the projection is here, uh, I think we get that drift. And I'm not so sure that that conviction is going to be a breakout to the upside. Lots to keep an eye on, to say the least, as we begin the week. Scott, appreciate you joining us here and uh, sharing your perspective with us, talking commodities with the CEO of Prosper Training Academy, Scott Bauer.